You are now tuned into the Urban Product with your favorite host, DME and Cozy Rich. <laughs> Yo, you already know what it is. You're listening to the Urban Product. It's your boy DME. It's your boy Cozy Rich. How you doing today, bro? Living my best life per usual. You know, it's love day. We having a good day today, except the weather's cold. But other than that, I'm doing all right. How about you, brother? I'm doing well also. You feel me? Back. It's been a while since we talked, but it's good to be back. Christmas is coming up soon. New Year's is coming up. Uh, it's the holiday season. So that means, A, if you were struggling to get your people some gifts, pull up to the website, cop some hoodies, throw them out there. We feeding everybody. We feeding the streets. But overall, <clears throat> I'm doing great. This is episode 185, season eight, rocking out. <clears throat> we got Cat in the studio. Uh, we got mad shit to talk about. And honestly, bro, honestly, bro, I've been busy, like extremely busy over the past few weeks. Uh, I got the semester ending with school. Um, I've been taking this A&R shit very seriously within the past, I'd say, few months. So I've been very involved with the creative process, sitting down with artists, you know. I'm really enjoying this new role that I'm stepping into. And it's only going to be bigger uh, in the future. And, you know, when we get to that point, we'll get to that point. But I'm having a great time nonetheless. Nonetheless. Real quick. stay. Go back. Go back to that camera angle. Look at this fucking sweater. Look at how clean this shit look on my mans. Look at how it's making the melanin glow. That's all I'm saying. If you haven't copped yours yet, just know. Just know you better get on it before they sold out. We also got it available in gray. Facts. You I feel just me? had to say that because I see how great that shit look on cameras. I had, to, I had to pop that out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. As you know, you can hit up Rich anytime for in his, any business inquiries. You feel me? Rich is the business dog. I'm the creative dog. You feel me? That's how we work out here. He handled the money, I handled the vibe. Simple as that. All right, so we back. Um, let's touch up with the world. Mash has been going on. Um, music's dropped. We talked about that. The World's Cup is going on. We're going to talk about that. Homies are getting fucked up in the streets. We're going to talk about that. We got mad shit to talk about. But what you want to start with first, Rich? Let's start off with, um, with shit that's been brewing for, for a couple years now. And that's that's the Megan and Tory, Tory uh, court case. I let's, said I would not talk about this anymore until we got to this point. You feel me? And now that we're at this point, let's just give you all a quick update over the first two days about what's been going on. And we can move on from it. Facts. So as we all know, Tory Lanez has been accused of shooting Megan Thee Stallion in the foot after um, some, some altercation. After a night out two years ago, 2020, was it? I feel like yeah. it's been about two years. Yeah, so, you know, now, yesterday, um, when you guys are hearing this, but Monday, they actually started the trial, and um, it was opening statements day, really. And that's basically when, you know, prosecutors, defendants make their opening case to the the jury about how they plan on proving innocence, proving this person's guilty, what they plan on doing over the case. So... Megan's people obviously assumes that Tory is the shooter, and Tory's people is trying to cast a reasonable doubt. So the first day was really all about, you know, just setting the scene, what actually happened, how they even got to that point. They were talking about, like, being at Kylie Jenner's house, um, who was involved there, who, well, the things that were said, the things that happened between Megan, Kylie, and Kelsey mm-hmm. is her friend's name, and Tory being involved there. We also got to find out, um, I don't know why we found this information out or why it was relevant, but we found out about Megan Thee Stallion's uh, sexual experiences over the last couple of years as well. Don't understand what that had to do with the, the story, but it, it was brought out. And then we also found out today 
Um, well, we didn't find out anything new, but Kelsey was actually brought onto the stand today. Mm, we were waiting for her. You feel me? <laughs> and it's weird because, like, the whole time Megan's like, yo, Kelsey can prove what, I mean, that he did this shit. And when she gets on the stand, she's going to speak her truth. And the entire time, the shorty was pleading the fifth. Pleading the fifth. Pleading the fifth. Wasn't answering any questions. On the stand? On the stand, bro. You can do that? Yeah. You can, it's, it's, so, pleading the fifth. I feel fifth, like you could do that with, like, cops. But, like, on no, the stand, don't on you the, have to talk? No. You don't have to talk ever, really. So, you, what's the whole point of, like, taking the oath if you're just going to say, I'm, I plead the fifth? Well, the plead the fifth. The oath is so you don't uh, perjure yourself and you're not lying on the stand. When you plead the fifth, that's basically saying, I'm not going to incriminate myself. And, yeah, I'm not going to incriminate myself. So, therefore, I'd rather not lie. So I'm just going to not say anything. So why I, the fuck are you here? <laughs> What's the point of calling up this witness if you're just going to plead the now, fifth? Now, this is, to me, this shit look bad for Meg. Cause okay. the re- so one of the, one of the questions that the prosecutors are asking was, um, what did Tory say um, in regards to, you know, after when they were in the car, mm-hmm. you know, having that uh, altercation, you know, with um, Kelsey, Meg, and um, Kylie as well being yeah. there. And she was like, what did Tori, Tori say in regards to, you know, the gun? Did he say anything about shooting Meg or anything? And then she was like, I plead the fifth. But she had a long discussion with her lawyer before even getting to that point. So I'm just like, huh. As a man who was very skeptical of this situation to begin with, mm-hmm. and now seeing that the main, the best friend of the girl who was actually shot is not providing any evidence, not speaking on her behalf, not really sharing anything that's a big red flag to me because why why would you not want to defend your friend why would you not want to tell the truth why would you allow us to keep thinking that there's a possibility tori didn't do this you feel me especially with everything that's happened so i don't know what's going on but the job of tori's team is to cast a reasonable doubt i think they're doing a, a great job so far um, but it's only been two days. You know what I mean, a lot of shit could happen. I'm pretty sure Meg is, Meg is gonna talk at some point. So we're gonna hear her side. Tori, I don't know if Tori gonna talk, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I will say Tori is Tori, Tori that nigga low key. <laughs> in regards to in regards to how he be, how he was slinging dick, <laughs> slinging dick to all these women. Like damn, how how did this five six ass dude? Back all these shorties. Word. That's the only thing that 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 was crazy to me. But word. So now that the logistics are out of the way, now time for the funnies. You feel me? So, <laughs> shorty walked up to the court, right? <laughs> shorty was walking in the court, and all you can hear from the crowd is like, "Megan, why'd you lie on that boy?" <laughs> Megan, why'd you lie on that boy? <laughs> and she would just fucking walk with her head down, going to the court in a beautiful ass jumpsuit. I have to say, yo, Megan looked good going on. Oh, you feel me? Hey, if you're gonna lie, you better make sure you look great. You feel me? But um, honestly, when I watched everything go down and I see both sides, I'm like, all right. So we have Megan coming in all serious, you know, going into handling business. And then when I see Tori's side, I see this man coming out. Man got his son on his back, smiling. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, this is my support system right here. So I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, there's something going on. I said, I said that nigga guilty. When I saw no, that. no. When I saw that, that meant he had something under his, he had something up his sleeve. Bro, if I'm coming out of court smiling like crazy, I have my son on my back. He's chilling with me. 
I think I have something in the tuck that's about to crack this case wide open. To me, that just looks like an optics thing. Like, you're just trying to influence the optics of the situation, how people view you. That's how it looks to that's me. That's how you think? Yeah, I thought he did that simply <laughs> so people would be like, oh, he's a good guy. He got a kid. He got his kid. He's in a good mood. He's smiling. He would never do that. <laughs> that's what I think he's trying to do. And when I combine that along with Kelsey pleading the fifth on mad shit, I'm like, oh, see, now there is something going on here. And it also, the bodyguard has said that mm. Tori didn't shoot her. Duh. Wait, who was bodyguard? Um, the bodyguard that was in the car. The other guy that was in the car. That was like Tory's people, though, right? Uh, was it Tory's people? Yeah, I think, I think it was I know it was people. a bodyguard. I just don't know whose people it was, but yeah. Yeah, I think it was Tory's people. So that's why, of course, you oh, know, okay. Tory's going to... His bodyguard is going to defend him. Now, real quick. I've been seeing uh, a lot of reports that maybe Tory paid Kel Kelsey? Kelsey, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Kelsey off. What, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't believe that. I don't either. I, I, like, that's I a very that, big accusation. I heard that there was um, like in a bribery attempt. I think the same thing happens with Megan. Like I think Tori tried bribing Megan too to stay quiet about mm. all the shit in the very beginning. But obviously, as you see, that shit did not pan out. Um, but I don't want to believe any rumors because I'll tell you this right now, right? Seeing how this court case is playing out, this shit already. This court case already happened on Twitter two two years ago. How I'm hearing all these details come out, I'm like, we could have told you that. <laughs> we were on this show. We had a trial on this show two we years had a ago. Trial on this show. And everything. What? You didn't see Shorty fighting for her life when she was here, bro. <laughs> but when we had that discussion, everything that just happened to come out today, I feel like we hit all of those points around that time. So now I'm hearing all these details. And honestly, none of this sounds new. I'm just like, all right, I feel like we knew this. Or the streets speculated to this, and now we're going around with what's true. If you want me to keep, a bu keep it a buck, I don't believe most of the shit I heard. I just feel like all the public speculation, let's just play into it. You feel me? I feel like, hey, hold on. What do, what do they think that happened? Yo, pull up to my lawyer. Yo, the twi Twitter saying that blah, 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 blah. That actually sounds pretty convincing. You think we can run with that? <laughs> <laughs> you think we can run with that? Yo, Twitter was playing lawyer. The whole social media game was playing lawyer for like the past year and a half. So me, if I was like, I had a case coming up and I knew that wasn't going to happen two years ago, I would go into all the conspiracy theories. I would oh, go into yeah, if you're Tory's team. You feel yeah. me? I would go I would look up all the conspiracy theories. I would look up all the rumors and then I would just fucking put a story together that sound convincing cuz hey, if Twitter can make him convincing, maybe I can convince a jury of 12 people to believe this shit also. You feel me? Like we making light of the situation, but at the same time, you got to understand, this man Tory is fighting for his life literally. You feel me? He will go to jail for 22 years minimum and if he gets if he gets charged with this shit. And Shorty already got the Grammys and the accolades during this time, so she can take she can take this heat. She can now, take this. Now, hypothetically speaking, just from your opinion, let's say cuz we all know what's going to happen to Tory if he if he gets convicted. We ain't ever going to hear from this man again. Mm -hmm. But Meg, hypothetically speaking, let's let's what what, ha, what do you think is gonna happen to her if we if it comes out that she was lying about all this? If I'm Tory Lanez, I'm suing the fuck out of her for damages. I'm suing the fuck out of her for damages because you got to think about it, bro. You know, how, like those two years, my entire bag was fucked up, bro. For those it's two, still years. fucked up. Even though I'm making my in my solo projects and I got the support from my fan system, like all my shit was fucked up. Mainstream artists just started fucking with me again because, hey, 
they're starting to see the light too. Now I'm suing you for damages. Like, in, in the meantime, you went up there, you got all these Grammys, you had these awards, you had all these people, you know, you were crying with Gail King, like, you were doing all this shit. And if it came out that I'm innocent, you're not going to apologize. The streets aren't going to apologize. So I need reparations. <laughs> I need something. Um, <clears throat> I need something to at least make up for what I've lost. In terms of Megan, the public... Twitter will have a field day, for sure. Twitter will have a field day, but in terms... Do you think it'll affect her, her actual career? No. Yeah. No. People may fall silent for a little bit. Maybe people may not want to work with her. But in terms of situations like these, nah, nothing really happens. I don't know how to feel, personally. Like, for me, I I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, if Tori were to found, be found, like, not guilty of this shit, like reparations sue the shit out of her and get you get you back because this shit is fucked up your career in ways i can't even imagine yeah but like meg like there's i don't think there's anything we can do to her or yeah like us regular people unless people in the music industry try to blackball her like they did um like tori Mm -hmm. i don't think anything can happen but i think she's too big at this point anyway for for anything to happen if she were to if it were to come out that she was lying i think the only thing that would happen is males would stop probably doing yeah, collabs with her maybe because shit like this has happened in the past before and wait nothing happened to the woman not not like but these two specifically. no no I, I thought you had like a music case example oh, like, oh no no no, oh. no 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 not a music case but just like shit in general like, yeah <clears throat> like fucking the biggest example you i can put out there is fucking false rape accusations you feel me we ain't gotta get into it but yeah no i feel that i feel that to a t you feel me like the whole Central Park Five. That, there's a whole movie dedicated to that shit. You feel me? Fucking Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Fucking people who lost athletic scholarships because of that shit. You Sean feel Oakley. Me? Niggas that lost chances to get into the draft because of that shit. You feel me? Like, and what happened to the person who accused them? Shame on you. That's it. <laughs> Shame on you. That's it. But hey, cases are still playing out. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep y'all updated as we have been these past two years. Yes. Honestly. And as Dev mentioned in the beginning, we do have the FIFA World Cup going on. Just so you know, it's going to be Argentina versus France. France. Yeah. In the in the final. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy. I, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. But, um, yeah, the reason why we talk about this is because um, a reporter, uh, a U.S. reporter actually died overseas in Qatar. After um, a couple weeks ago, wearing like a, a gay, a gay pride uh, shirt and being kicked out of an event and posting on social media and trying to make a big deal out of it, and he ended up dying of a of an aneurysm, a brain aneurysm. So like, apparently this was gonna happen regardless. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought okay, okay. Continue. Yeah. Continue. So he died of a brain aneurysm, but I saw a lot of people talking about um, just like how they thought maybe the government had something to do with it or people in Qatar had something to do with it because he was trying to, you know, raise awareness for homosexuality. And you yeah. know how in the Middle East they don't believe in that shit. Like, and all the conservative beliefs they do have, like, just our Western ideology is not the same over there. Mm-hmm. And it's not tolerated the same. So they were thinking because he did that and was trying to bring awareness that maybe they got after him. Obviously, it's been proven wrong. Died of a brain aneurysm. But I just want to have the conversation, like, I see a lot of people saying that people in the Middle East should just be accepting of the way we do things in Western civilization and how they should just, yeah, just take on our beliefs and everything and all like that. And I'm just like, 
a lot of people that are saying that are speaking from privilege and don't understand that America's way isn't the way of the world. I'm here. So in order, if you're trying to impose your beliefs, how you feel, et cetera, on other people who have grown up an entire different way, look at things, look at life completely differently from you, I think you're insane. And I think you're asking for trouble. You can't force your beliefs on people. We say that here in America, yet we always trying to do that to other people in, in the world. Oh, yeah, facts. It's so, like when we pull up to other countries and we expect them to speak English. No, facts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, so I'm just like, I mean, I, I respect what he was trying to do and raise awareness, but I'm just like, you can't get upset at the backlash of you trying to wear this shirt and spread this message when... In the current society you're in right now, it, they don't believe in it. It's not tolerated. And the only reason they did not kill you is because you're a foreigner, an American at that. So I'm just saying, saying like, the, the reason that you're speaking from privilege. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're able to do that is privilege. So it's just a lot of people don't understand that. And that's just my opinion. Like, you can't just be going to other places in the world and expecting them to be accepting of who you are and what you believe. If anything, you should conform yourself to how you are, uh, to how they are, because you're the outsider. And where you are is their home. You can't be disrespecting other people in their, in their homes. So that was just my two cents. I just want to get your two cents on it, too. Now you hit that shit right on the nail, honestly. Like, everything that you said was right. You should not expect people to... <laughs> Um, and I shouldn't laugh at that, but you definitely should not expect people to be so welcoming um, towards you, especially if you're not of their people. Um, mostly, it's tough anywhere for outsiders to feel welcome. We as Americans do that to immigrants here. You feel me? So that's like a worldwide thing. Um, so I can't be like fucking... <clears throat> Even though the world is as progressive as it is now, we're only in one small section of the world. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like, if this was the 50s or the 60s, <clears throat> this was the 50s or the 60s, I may have been chilling. Um, I may have been chilling. Uh, fucking. Me and Dev would not be here right now if this was Facts. the 50s and 60s. I'll Facts. tell you that I, right I, now. I, I we would I'm not hip. be here right now. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm hip. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, a certain part. Okay, now, nah, let me. Okay, let me change it. Not 50s, 60s. 70s, 80s. <laughs> okay. This is the 70s and the 80s. If I was chilling in one part of the South, maybe I'd be cool. If I was in Florida, Georgia, maybe I'd be chilling. You feel me? I go up into the wrong neighborhood. This could be in the same state. I pull up to the wrong neighborhood, bro. And I'm thinking shit sweet just because like, hey, guys, come on. You know, we, we got through that shit. No, <laughs> that's not how it's going to work because you're an outsider and we don't do that shit here. <clears throat> so it makes complete sense um, why in another country, if you do things that are outside of the norm, you're going to be looked at strange. Now, when you say that the reporter died of an aneurysm, when you initially told me, I thought like you were saying that like, he died like somebody like killed oh, him no, or some no, shit I was like that. Yeah, I was trying to say that. People thought that, yeah. Facts. Now, with that, I was going to say, oh, that's spicy. <laughs> like, if somebody actually killed that reporter... Because of that, I was like, oh, that's spicy because you could say maybe he did that. Maybe they did that because of that reason. But mm -hmm. if the official report, official report His is wife because. confirmed it, yeah. Okay, so it's official. Okay, so <laughs> yes. if it's an actual aneurysm, then all right, then then I guess those rumors are dispelled. Um, yeah, rest in peace to that man. The, the, way I like to, the way I like to relate that situation is like, you ever heard of sundown, sundown towns? No. Like those towns like 
for example, like in certain parts of Pennsylvania and Texas or whatever, like if you travel to a certain town after like the sun goes down, you may not leave that town. Today? Yeah. You've never heard of that? No. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to get you hip to some shit after this. But, yeah. In 2022? Yes, bro. They, what, have like, communities in, they have communities in America where... Trigger warning. Yeah, where you might not make it out if you're, like, of a certain ethnicity or whatnot. Like a, like lynches and shit? I don't, I don't know what be going down exactly, but oh. I just know that there are towns in, in America where after a certain time, like, if you end up in that town, you are at risk of getting hurt, going missing... Dying shit like that. Sundown towns. This, this is a real thing, too. Is that like a, like a racism thing or just in general? I would definitely say it's a racism thing because okay. it takes pl- it, it would pr- most likely be in like towns where well, majority white people. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Small towns where it's like a tight knit community. Like who the fuck is this outsider coming in? Like right. strong. Yeah. So shit like that. Right, so bro. that's how I see it. Like sundown towns. Like if you wouldn't do it in there, you know, don't, don't do it there. Facts. Yeah. And if you think that shit's not real, fucking go read a book. There's mad books on that shit. Go read To Kill a Mockingbird. You should have learned that shit in middle school. You feel me? But yeah. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Shit. Yeah, rest in peace to that, man. Grant. All right, let's see. Before we get into this next topic, I forgot to open it up with vibes. So, of course, I'm about to do that right now. We feel me? We got new music. New music by Maystar and Devo the Genius. This is my shit right now. Make sure y'all go tap in. They working on something special, dog. But I guess the people need reminding Light shining, quite blinding But you clearly see we still climbing And you clearly see we on timing The whip of the work ain't nothing like it I might be at my nicest I should get paid to write this They like the way I write this They wanna use my likeness The holy flow is righteous When the day and on that night shift It's dark night shit Top of the Batmobile Hair so good And I can tell that that ass is real Natural feel It feel like she do track and feel She can run game on any nigga that got a deal But I'm independent Splendid If I said it, I pinned it If I said it, I meant it If you say you ain't offended Then I feel offended If you wanna start up the kid Then I quickly end it Go to sleep in paradise And wake up in the trenches Niggas need to choose sides Cause they been playing fences Can't be out here wasting time Cause that shit too expensive Like the gas price, nigga In my past life I was living a fast life, nigga Terrible turbulence Still to that flight, nigga Challenges put no fear in me As long as you hear me You hear it spiritually You ever like you ever like listen to the music out nowadays and you're just like, how is this nigga famous? But the nigga I know in the in, back in the city who's spitting these fucking bars doing his work, how is he not known? Hey. Like you ever have that realization? Like I, I yes. think about that shit at least three times a week. Like yes. why is this dude? How? Yes. yes. How? Like I feel like this music game is rigged to Ooh, a certain point. Because, I would love to talk to you about that. Because like, like <laughs> <laughs> the dudes that make it, bro, and the dudes that are like mainstream and get commercial success i'm just like how i know i know seven or ten different niggas better than this dude lyrically production wise versatility wise image i'm just like yo Nah, but that was just something I was listening to because this nigga, nigga Maystar was spitting. He was going crazy. So I was like, yeah, man, was going crazy. him and Devo were both going crazy. Nah, was, yeah, he was spitting. So I'm just like, huh. I hear niggas in mainstream can't even do a quarter of that. I don't get it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is why AR Dev is here. You feel me? Know, Hold man. up, talking my shit. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> he said everything that that's going on. Facts. How is that happening? We don't know. I just wanted to rant real quick because that's just 
Like the gatekeepers out here is insane. Oh, Ooh, gatekeepers. That's a. Ooh, we'll talk about it. Don't for a second think that you want the same tears me. You ain't drop a bag or drop no tears with me. Experience me emotionally. Life has been tearing me with all of this tyranny. Mentally, I'm seriously entering the space where I'll just let the light carry me. You did. I gotta let the beat play out because the sample is so beautiful, yo. I just be singing the sample to myself. We gotta bring that new, that, we gotta bring that East Coast bounce back to the city. You feel me? And, and I, I still, it. I still maintain what I said before about Devo beats. If you can't rap, stay don't off hit the beat. Me, don't hit up Devo. Yeah, don't, don't hit this man up. <laughs> don't hit up Devo. And that man been going crazy recently. Like honestly, I have to give this man a shout out because I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be there, but I got mad too involved with other shit. So let me just go ahead and shout out the gang right now. So I think at this moment, or what, like in a few hours, the Boston Music Awards is going to be happening. Oh, um, shit. Down at Big Night Live. And Homegirl Key is performing there. She's also nominated for Best New Artist. So hold on. Let me go ahead. Oh, turn me. Facts. She Facts. got home here. Um... Yeah, I, I'm not gonna go into my my appreciation for Key's career, but yeah, she's nominated for Best New Artist. So go ahead, shout out to her for that. Uh, she's also gonna be performing live there as well. So that's gonna be a major stage for her. Big Night Live. This is gonna be a major stage for her. So I'm so proud of her. DJ's gonna um, Devo is gonna be DJing for her. So shout out for Devo for getting that look as well. I'm proud of everybody in the city doing what they need to get to that next step. So. I just want to say shout out to my people. I was supposed to be there because my home dog, Charlie Machine, and his platform, uh, C-Dub F... Wow, choose what the future brings. C-Dub TFB Radio <laughs> was nominated for Platform of the Year. So I was going to go kick it with them and hope that they won. But um, I'm here, so it's okay. So it's okay. But hopefully everything goes well over there. I get some good news by the end of the night. And the home team keeps on winning. You feel me? But I got to go ahead and say that. Now, you opened up you opened up Pandora's box, Rich, with that comment that you mentioned earlier. I know. So, dog, I would love I would love to talk about it. So, right, the city, Boston, Massachusetts, and people, not just Boston, Massachusetts, Massachusetts as a whole. I know I talk a lot about Massachusetts. But that's because I got to start from somewhere. You feel me? The goal isn't just Massachusetts. I'm trying to get, you know, the entire region of New England, you know, under the same belt. But I got to start from somewhere. So we just doing it in Massachusetts because that's the home team. You feel me? But it really starts with way, way you're getting your music to. Like the connections that you have, networking, all that shit's ma all that matters. And like, as I step into this A&R role, I'm really starting to understand that, like, how in touch are you with your DJs? How in touch are you with um, the people in the community, um, record execs, if you know any? All of that matters. And honestly, when I see these mainstream cats going up, first of all, it depends on how they were discovered. Most of the time, they just need that one viral track or like that to one, get signed. That yeah. one hot track, and that gives them all the potential that a label needs to see like if they saw that this one dude got hot doing that and if he can keep doing it they'll work with it now in terms of massachusetts you know when people look to massachusetts they don't really have anything to stick on to 
because like we said there's not that one central dude out here who's doing it or there's not anybody out here who has like a sound that nobody's heard before we're getting into that space now where people are starting to pop off with their unique uh, characteristics but even though like the music that i was playing right now the music that i bump from the city i know in terms of the mainstream stage maybe people may not want to fuck with it and Mm -hmm. that's because what's popular right now trap is going crazy still um and mostly trap so if it's like not fitting under that vibe or if you're not connected to this one major umbrella i feel like you may not get the eyes towards you but that's why you have people like me like this platform like everybody else in the community that's going to do the groundwork to get enough eyes on the people that need to be seen you feel me we only do a small fraction of that at the urban product but in terms of statewide and like nate and like region-wide it has to be a group effort you feel me like when Pop Smoke blew up, great song, but the main reason why he blew up is because when that shit was going down, everybody from that area, from that region, sharing that they shit. were like, yo, this dude's the next one. Like, it's it's him. <laughs> you feel me? And then what happens? You get popping on the internet, you, you everyone sees, yo, what's going on, and then that's where the domino effect happens. Build that momentum. I feel like people just need enough awareness of what's going on out here along with the talent and like everyone being on the same page of like yeah let's push this artist or like let's put all our support behind this artist we're a competitive state you feel me we're big on sports out here so it's a doggy dog world everyone's just trying to get it done on their own and i respect it i respect the living fuck out of it but within my two three four years covering the scene out here what I've noticed is the people who go far and not just creating music, but actually putting it out. The ones that go far are the ones who don't have that. Um, I'm going to just do it on my own mentality or I'm going to just get it out by myself. Mm-hmm. The ones who don't have that mentality, the ones that are able to drop their ego at the door and actually come in, do some work, get critiqued and not take offense to it. Those are the ones that I always see shine brightest. And honestly... It may be at a point where if they do create something, it may not pop off right then and there, but it's only a matter of time. Just got to have the right support behind it. And I think if I'm just talking about myself, if I want to get something out there, I'm going to find a way to get it out there. So I'm just a small hand in a much larger pot. But you just need enough hands to push it and we're going to get it out there. So that's what the mission is right now. I have an idea of what I want to see the scene look like. I don't have all the tools under my belt to do it on my own. But you want to know it's crazy? I'm aware of that. And you know what? I know people who do have those tools. So when the time is right, you'll see a shift in the culture. The game has already changed one too many times within the past few years. But soon you will see all the pieces fall into place and it will be magnificent and it will be beautiful but yeah that's it that's my opinion on the culture right now that was beautifully eloquated i ain't got shit to say after that i mean shit yeah (laughs) all i got from that really though is that collaboration is the key is the yeah collaboration is going to get you get you more 
collaboration is going to improve, improve upon your ability because you're getting critiqued, you're getting feedback in real time. And yeah, people like to do things on their own, but it's, you're, you're always going to get faster doing things with other people just because you got different ideas bouncing off of you. And just that collaboration, like you said, it's just always it's just always beneficial for growth. Mm-hmm. So if you if you are artist, you watch this show and you just heard what Devin said and you think you can do it on your own. Yeah, it's possible, but you'll get farther by trying to do it with other people, especially the people that support you. And even if even if you don't have people that support you, step out, step out that comfort zone. Find other people in your area. Find people like me and Dev that maybe yo, we'll listen to music, we'll critique you, we'll give you some heads up. But yeah, we here to we here to improve the Boston scene, Massachusetts scene, New England scene as a whole. And we ain't going nowhere. You feel me? You feel me? It's beautiful. And I will use Key as an example. I'm gonna use Key as an example because I was an artist that we example. mentioned, right? Um, when I was first introduced, intro, wow, when I was first introduced to Key months ago, um, my first time hearing of her was at the testing lab. She pulled up, showcased her music, I critiqued her music, we kept in contact, she pulled up to the studio, had a great time, took the fuck off as soon as she left, you feel me? Took the fuck off as soon as she left. And that's great. I love that. And that's great, that's beautiful, that's amazing, right? But here's what she did. So what she did was, she had a project already, so she had something to bring to the table. So what she did was, and shout out to her manager, Sadiq. I feel like Sadiq doesn't get enough, enough credit as well, but shout out to you, Sadiq, for everything that you do. But um, what she did was she had something to come to the table. She had something to bring to the table. She networked as much as possible. When I said as much as possible, you saw her over there. Over you here. saw her over there. She was chilling with people over there. Like just doing everything necessary to put herself out there. And she pulled up here. I reckon I saw her for the first time ever on another platform. So she was doing what she had to do over there. And now fast forward, she is now three projects out. And her first project was only a little over a year old. So listen to what I'm telling you right now. She is now three projects out, nominated for Best New Artist, has been covered in a lot of online media, and is now on her way Opened up for a couple of cats. You feel me? She did great at the VB show, like, I think a few weeks ago. And now she about to kill shit at Big Night Live. When you have the right people on your team, when you're okay with being critiqued, when you're all right to take yourself out and let other people step in to help you, to help elevate you, you're going to go much farther. And I use her as a great example because... She listens to everything that she was told, got the right people on her team, and she did the groundwork necessary to put herself out there. And now, if you talk to like people from around the scene, people will tell you that they think that Key is next up. And to me, Key is still a relatively new artist. Bro, she, so, to, she, so. so to be hearing that already, and just... I'd be, talk, be having talks with Shorty, and like where she was at when she was sitting here with us and talking is not where she's at right now not even close just no just mentally spiritually like her vision is is grown because of what she's been able to do and i'm proud of her for doing that shit but that's just one small example of what you can do out here if you just have the right support behind you and you just believe 
And the drive. Don't forget, you need that drive, too. And the drive. Can't be lazy. You feel me? If you come back with products, trust me, it's going to be pushed. You saw me when I played Berserk, and I de- you saw that shit. Came out with something, knew what people wanted, and then the people pushed as a response. And so it is possible out here. I don't want to. I don't want people saying anything about Massachusetts now because what I've seen these artists do to get themselves out here, I ain't trying to hear shit about Massachusetts anymore. Nowadays, if I hear artists telling me that, nah, bro, this ain't it. I'm just gonna say work harder. That's gonna be my response to y'all now. Even though I've had conversations with people, and when they explain why you got to get out of mass, it makes complete sense. Because, yes, I do think eventually, yeah, you got to get out of mass because there's only so much that mass has to offer. Um, so that is definitely, you got to get out, outsource, because you don't want to be known in just Massachusetts. You want to be known nationwide and then eventually worldwide. So you can't stay here, un- unfortunately. But you got to build something. You need an ecosystem because you go out in New York, you go out in L.A., you make noise over there. You say, I'm from Boston. And then shit like the Coil Ray situation happens when we're like, yo, who the fuck are you? You don't want that to happen back home. So if you build that shit strong back home, wherever you go, that foundation is going to follow you. And if you think I'm capping, nigga, Paul Pierce gets love in Boston wherever he goes. (laughs) You feel me? If you think I'm capping. That man hasn't done shit in a while. But he'll get love whenever he goes for that one ring. Nah, that's that's facts. For that one ring, bro. Nah, that's facts what you did say, though. Because if you do build your... If you do build yourself out here and then obviously you go spread your wings and go other places and then bring it back... The love is going to follow you, bro. The love is going to follow you, but the love is going to be even stronger when you come back just because of how how the people... Just because of what you've set the platform you've set for yourself before you left in the fan, the fanfare that you built for yourself before you left and then returning to that, it's going to, it's going to feel like real home. Facts. You're going to feel like you're home. Look at Bia. Look at Bia, bro. When, when a whole lot we, of money came out. We love Bia. We love Bia. And she love us and we fuck with the whole team and it's like all that. But like when a whole lot of money came out, that was major for the town, for the, for the state. When Nikki hopped on that shit, major. When J. Cole. When she came out a few months later with a J. Cole record, all that shit was major. And she never once, never once changed up where I'm from. Yeah, Boston. Mass. Gang. When I come back home, I let you know that I'm home. You feel me? It's still love every time that I pull up. Like So literally, it's just wherever you go, if you build that solid foundation, it don't matter where you move to. It don't matter where you leave. The love is going to follow you. Because you know what happens when you bring it back home. You feel me? Ah. <sighs> Damn. Nah, that was great talk. That was great talk. And you know what? I'm going to just play another record, and then we'll move on to fucking new music and all that shit. But I want to play another record, because I believe in the state this much. Rich heard this record, but I'm going to play it for y'all for the first time. This is actually a world's premiere, because the full track is going to drop on streaming platforms on Friday. So by the time you watch this episode, it'll be in your streaming service right now. So make sure y'all go at it, all right? You feel me? This is Devo again with C4 and Milk Shaw Benedict. This is Poppy Style. This is my shit, y'all. Tap in. And then we gonna talk about new music. But this is Massachusetts, yo. I'm human, why you think I fucking give a damn? They always criticize the man that had the scissor hands That sat around cutting up shit from the giddy up And when I fall, I hope my family can pick me up Sheesh! Huh. 
to read. Now read about me. Uh. And that's if you haven't heard. Maybe every song or every word. Uh, every noun or every verb. Uh, I guess you gotta live and learn. Uh, but you just gotta wait your turn. That's a key, ain't it? Everybody say to every door, that's what you need. Well, I got it. Let me take it out. I got the keys, baby. And it's a master tool. Please don't make me grab the tool. Come to your door and make me master you. The government seduce you with the mastery of social media master fools. Alright, let me get it again. Cash is clay and yes, the cash includes. And they taxing too. Let me move, walk on the beat like Michael Jackson moves. I need the world. I need the diamonds, need the pearls. Just for my mama. Forget the money, fuck the girls. Next dude that's about to go in is Milkshaw Benedict. I had the pleasure of meeting him the other day. This nigga's nice, bro. Uh, Always wanted a roly link. Cuban on my chest. Saying poppy style in the legs. So what I want the throne now. Long trips, but we home now. I had it speaking in riddles. Put both hands on the drums. If only sex was a symbol. Maybe she knows I'm the one that shines late. I'm still good, but still fuck with price right. Get no intelligence. Eddie Street elegance. Yes. If you big dog in the room, then I'm the elephant. FFS the elements in all of my sentences. Representative of hip hop rhetoric is effortless. To my neighborhood peddlers, champion sound settlers. Handle all the goods, God given game getters. Got it from the ghetto with the gullies. Why Milk had to do that? I don't know why he did that, bro. But nah, that was fucking Poppy Style by Devo the Genius C4 and Milkshaw Benedict. That's gonna be on all streaming platforms on Friday. I am so proud, dog. I am so proud of what the state has to offer. And there's only so much more coming. 
there's only so much more coming. <sighs> All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna derive away from the local scene, and we'll get back to the mainstream media. Because eventually, at one point, eventually, I'm gonna stop talking about mainstream music, <laughs> and I'm only gonna focus on the New England sound. You feel me? But y'all ain't connected just yet, so I gotta give you something that you might actually listen to. So before. Let's just say a little congratulations because it's breaking news. Gunner's coming home. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, breaking news. Gunner's coming home, apparently. He did what he had to do. He sat inside. He did not snitch, and the man is coming home. Um, I don't know any official releases for Thug, but this is major. This is major. Um, hopefully. Yeah, in the first day out, track. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Hopefully, when he come out, Thug doesn't take as long afterwards to come out. You know what I mean? I'm hoping. I'm trying I'm to have my hopes. I'm hoping. They just added more charges to thugs. Really? So, yeah. Oh, fuck. The street racing, racketeering. Uh, racing? That's, okay, they're just trying to find anything at this point. Yeah. You, know what I, you know what I believe? I feel like they are losing, so they're trying to find out anything else that they can throw at this man. Because that's a thing. That's a thing. If they find out, yo, we're losing this case. We need something to, to stick is, this man with. Gunna, He's going to throw random yeah, shit at if him. If Gunna was involved in the Rico and he's getting set free and he ain't even have to snitch. That shit's falling apart. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, Thug will be home eventually, just not as soon as Gunna, in my opinion. Yeah. That's not, I'm not a legal expert, though. Because has it been six months yet? It's been over six bro, months, it's right? Been, bro, what? Yeah, it's been over six months. It's been close to, like, what, a year? It hasn't been a year yet. No. Close to a I year, though. I think that shit happens in the spring. Wait, April? Maybe around then. Yeah. They were definitely gone before the summer. That's a fact. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Because that's like around then, that's when pushing P. Like, Gunna just dropped ES4. And yeah. then a couple weeks after, he went inside, which is crazy. Yeah, which is actually, I actually said that, like, shout out to the fact that he did drop DS4. Yeah. Facts. He, facts. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead and talk into new music. So, talking to town right now, SZA just dropped. SZA just dropped after a long, sad, what was it, four or five six, Five, one day, I feel like Control drops 2017, but let me tell you, I we can tell you the exact when it date. Dropped. Oh my God, this is my freshman year, 2015, wow, <laughs> my freshman year, no, my sophomore year, my sophomore year, my sophomore year. Can we talk about how different she looked? Because she got her shit done. She looked good. And she, and she sing about it. She like She said, good. yes, I did get my ass done. So what? I'm like, okay, okay, sister. But yeah, nah, Control dropped in 2017. Um, so five years, I guess, just like my dog Kendrick, they did the same shit. Now, SOS dropped. Shorty came out with 23 records. When I saw the track list and I saw 23 records, I was like, oh. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I cut in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, I tapped into this, and I, I just looked at the track list first, and I was so shocked because I saw Old Dirty Bastard on the last track. And for all, for all y'all that may not know, which I wouldn't be surprised if you ain't know, that's a Wu-Tang Clan member. That nigga's been dead since 04. So I want to know the works she had to do to get that verse, because that's a great verse, but I'm sorry. Just, yeah, this shit's fire. Nah, facts. So you can say um, on that... The features include, like he said, Old Dirty Bass is on the outro. She brought Travis Scott back. Don uh, Tolliver. She added Don Tolliver, and she got Phoebe Bridges on this um, album as well. I can tell you, I went into the album. I tried to go into that with no expectations. I tried going in with no expectations. Um, in the beginning, I was loving it. I was loving it. Honestly, I can tell you right now. 
that this is a great album. Let me start off by saying that this is a great album. I didn't even get through the entire album because it's 23 songs long. And there's actually depth on this album. You got to listen. You got to listen because Shorty is saying some shit. Whoever broke her heart, whoever made her go get that BBL or whatever that shit is called. Thank you, first of all. Because <laughs> we got great music out of that. Because we got great music out of that. Facts. that. But... Nah, Shorty really has some shit to say because I feel like SZA wanted to drop years ago and her label stopped her from dropping. So I think that's maybe why when she came out today with 23 records, it's to make up for all that lost time. Um, Now, when I say this is a great album, I'll be honest with you. There's shit for everybody on this Mm -hmm. album. Like whatever you like. I'm pretty sure you're going to find something on this album that you would like. There were songs where I thought she was trying to be like Future, for example. That's funny. Like the woman version of Future. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. like that toxic shit. Yeah, that toxic oh, shit. I was like, oh, I, I fuck with this. I like that from Sister. Fu- yeah, <laughs> I fuck with this. Like, this. This works. This works. Yeah, I like that from her. But what I can tell you right now, this is a great album. But what I will say, if I gave this album the whole lot of red treatment, it would be a phenomenal album. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it would be a masterpiece if you I gave this the whole lot of red You ain't even listen to the whole thing I'm yet. Hit- and, th- and there's a reason, dog. Because it's I- long. Because it's long. But it's like, to do. there was no... I can't say there was nothing that. All right. So when I say that there is a lot for everybody on this album, there's definitely shit on this album that's not for me. I will just tell Mm -hmm. you that. But there's just so much depth on this album. And for a good five, a good third of this album, we're talking about heartbreak. There's only so much of the same content that I can take. So I got to digest this album in pieces because we're just talking about heartbreak for this entire album, bro. (laughs) I'm like, damn, since did one good thing happen to you in these five years. Can you tell me one good thing that happened to you? But I guess it's called SOS for a reason. Um, my, My highlights off of this album. Snooze. Love that song. Love that. It samples Me, Myself, and I by Beyonce. Fucking beautiful record, yo. Beautiful record. I could put that on on repeat. <sighs> I could put that on repeat and just let it vibe. You feel me? I was chilling with somebody and she was and I was playing R and B and they were like, yo. I was like, yo, you listen to a lot of girly records. I almost made her walk home, bro. <laughs> I was like, cause we're not doing this on Scissor Day, you feel me? <laughs> but Snooze is a highlight for me. Um, I really like Love Language also. She samples Aaliyah on that record. Um, Low is a nice little vibe. I was going to say that's mine. Low's a nice vibe. Travis came in with a couple of ad-libs. And it's like crazy how you have a track like Low. You have ad-libs from Travis, but you don't want to include Travis on the actual song. I feel like Travis would have been a much more better fit on Low than Open Arms. That is a fact. And I also want to set this for the record. Open Arms may be the most disappointing collab that I could have ever gotten from SZA and Travis Scott. You gave me love galore. You can't you can't give me that beauty and then and then come back five years later. Dog. Dev is not dealing with you the can't you can't try to bounce back from the astro world shit and do this, bro. You did your thing on the her loss record. You did your thing on the heroes and villains. Heroes and villains, you feel me? You did your thing on the voice of the heroes tape. 
you did your thing on all of them joints, Travis. You can't come back on Scissor Day and do that, bro. I'm sorry. We can't let that fly. To I, I said this to you in the beginning, but to, you know, play devil's advocate. No. Tra- sorry. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Nah, my thing with Travis is like, I'm not listening to him for, for content. I'm listening to him to get amped up and turned up. He is a get lit rapper. Like, so I, I just think this was a terrible song choice for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all it was. Like, this, this the beat does not go with Trav at all. He should not be on open arms. You're 1000%. But the vibe that she reached out, hey, it's a free bag. Free bag. That's it's crazy. a free bag. That's crazy. Nah, but honestly, hold on. Nah, I can't. I can't. You ain't like used? With non on it? It was all right. Yeah. Well. It was all right. It was all right. I feel like that was just like a nice little vibe, but I feel like Don could have. I think Don just got a hook. He didn't even really get a verse, right? Mm-hmm. I think if Don a had a verse, it'd be fire, but he only got a hook. But nah, come on, listen to this. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Like this type of beat, you gotta you gotta listen to this nigga. Don't come on a guitar telling me hit up on, hit up your op and we slide in. You can't tell me that on a scissor record. You can't slide on your op on a scissor record. I'm sorry, it don't hit the same. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Especially not with this guitar. In the way he's rapping it too. Like, Are you sleepy? The way he's rapping it too. You can't. You can't. Nah. Did you record this at 4 a.m. The energy is does not match the lyrics. Yes, it's time to go because we ain't doing that. Because we ain't doing that. I'm sorry. And that's cool, but it's just it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. That's all. And then you know, Shorty put out a rock record. That might do great for the you know for the shorties that y- y'all might fuck with that. Y'all the might fuck with that. Fans. Yeah, but not, I feel like just shorties in general. I feel like, you know, girls of all type will like that record. Because I feel like all of y'all at one point loved Avril Lavigne. At one point. All of y'all loved yourselves some bro. fucking... No, no. Christina Avril Lavigne slander bro. would not be tolerated, bro. Oh, you fuck with Avril. Good for you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yo, she, she, yo, she cool people, bro. Nah, she is cool people. She fuck with the blacks. She cool yeah, people. Yeah, I, I got no reason not to like her. That's all I'm saying. Facts. But nah, it's just not what I need from SZA. But it's cool. Um... Still great record. Um, she's rapping, she's singing, uh, she's doing all that shit. She, she's even giving me the shit that I love, like the outro with Earl Dirty Bastard. That beat is fire. That beat is fire, and she did what she had to do on that. So I want to know how she got that feature. I don't know, but she says so. You know, I don't, I don't put anything past her. What is I she did still think, part of TDE? Yes, yes, for sure. So that's still a label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I did think was pretty petty was um, SZA sampling Drake on that intro. I thought that was pretty petty of you. Because you know what? I respect it also. Because 
Throughout the years, I never knew SZA and Drake were a thing in the past. Drake was the one to let us know that on 21 Savage's album. You remember that when he talked about the whole SZA shit? And no bullshit, if I was SZA, I would have been like, damn, I thought this was just something that we were going to keep to ourselves. But like, yo, if you want to go there, what's up? What's up? Hold on, what she say? Now I want to what she say? Hold on. Clip and running back and running like that. I'm really not friendly. I need my credit. Niggas hate that. I need the numbers. I need the data. Got you talking crazy. Abracadabra, you niggas side show. I'm bobbing like psycho. You gassing like Texaco. Wait for it. like micro. You tested I might go. Wait for it. Push it I might pop. I'm fucking on hard throbs. I got your favorite rapper block. I heard the dick was whack. Your favorite athlete screaming text me. Your favorite athlete screaming, text me back. <laughs> Facts. LeBron. I didn't even put that together. Because you remember when Drake was on the shop during the yeah, push-up bro, He be looking at that dude like he was his dad. Like, <laughs> I, he, he was like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, what did I tell you? Uh, you said, um. <laughs> Like, God damn. damn. So you know what? I respect it. I respect it. You go ahead and sample that man on the intro. You said, yo, you did certified lover boy, champagne poetry. Alright. Look what I'm gonna do on this one. Hold on. That champagne poetry right now. I didn't even realize she did that. But you hear it, right? No, I hear it. I didn't realize it, though. That's champagne poetry on the intro. She said, I'm coming. I'm coming. It's all right. I'll fuck with the tape, Sizzle. You did your thing. You did. Nah, you got your shout ass out on. You did she, you did, she did her do. shit, bro. Facts. Um, I, d- I didn't like that Hit Different wasn't on the album. I don't like that, personally, because I'm like, yo, that was a solid record. Why would you keep that off the album? But she did um, some interpolations of that song on Love Language, so I guess there's still some hints of Hit Different on the album. She said she's coming out with a deluxe. Which is crazy for 23 records. I will just say, to hit a, us with a deluxe with 23 records is crazy. Uh, she announced the deluxe pretty early, so I don't know if it's coming up within the following weeks. Probably. Because last time she did a deluxe for the last album, it came out like four or three years after the album dropped. So I hope she doesn't plan on doing that shit again, because I don't think that would work in her favor. But, hey, smooth vibes. TD is trying to end this year off with a bang with Kendrick a few months ago. SZA now. We got Absol dropping this Friday. I can't wait for that album. Absol been gone for years, so it, it's good to hear him back. That song, Do Better, with Zakari, that's my shit. I cried to that record. That, that record is beautiful, bro. Uh, so I'm de- very looking forward to um, what Absol drops this Friday, for sure, for sure. Uh, music that also dropped. We got Metro Boomin. Metro go make it boom on these hoes. Drake always got a sus line, bro. Every album. Have you realized that? Every album, Drake always has a sus line. 21. I don't take him seriously. Can you do something for me? I don't take him seriously, bro. Metro go make it boom on these hoes. (laughs) I feel you. But nah, Metro Boomin came out with a tape. Heroes versus Villain. Uh, The sequel to his tape, Not All Superheroes Wear Capes. You know, he's he's keeping up this, this hero theme. Uh, on the record, we have a total of, let's see, 15 tracks, 48 minutes long. A lot of features from the same artists. This 
This is like, yo, this is Metro Boomin and his friends, pretty much. This is a Metro Boomin and friends album. <laughs> I can't even say this is all. Me- this is Metro Boomin and friends. Can, you feel I me? Mean? I mean, compared to the not all heroes wear capes, I think this is way better. This project is way better than the last one for sure because he worked with all like he worked with the strong people. You feel me? Like the ones that will never fail with Metro Boomin. Twenty One Savage will never fail with Metro. That's true. That's true. They've collapsed too many times already. As this Metro knows the sound. Future I mean, will never fail with Metro. <clears throat> Monster, Monster Two. That nigga will never fail with Metro. To me, I don't know why John Legend was on this shit. Like same. It didn't fit. Like the intro didn't fit. I feel that. I, but the way it merged into the um, Second Trap Superheroes with Future, mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed that. But I, I, for an intro, it just. It didn't set the tone the way I wanted it to. I was kind of disappointed when I first heard it. I kind of had to skip through it. But once I heard Future's voice, that shit on, on the second track, that shit was so catchy. But I don't think that him and Chris Brown together on that track, like, I, I didn't like the way the the beat switched. I wish Chris Brown probably could have had his own own track mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But I, I thought there were two different tra- two different songs on one on one song with number two, mm-hmm. uh, Superhero, Villains and Heroes. But um, overall, like, this... I thought this was a great project. I don't care. One to ten, I give it an eight and a half. Like you did say, we we do get we do see Twenty One Savage like five times on this album. We see Travis Scott a lot. We see Future a lot. Those are definitely the top three artists. But I wish we could have definitely seen more artists. Like maybe get Gunna on here or something. Um, who, who else? Thug was on here. Yeah, I was Thug- so happy for Thug. ASAP the, 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 the parts yeah. that like Thug pulled up on, he killed every single time, and it made me realize how much I miss Thug, bro. <laughs> Honestly, Metro Spider. Metro Spider, it goes crazy. That's my favorite song on the album. Metro Spider goes crazy, bro. I remember I heard that for the first time. I was in the whip. I was like, ah! For me, for me, another one is Umbrella. Like, I don't know why. I felt like 21 and Young Thug killed that shit, too. That's the one with Nudie, too, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. N- N- Nudie. I said Thug with yeah, Nudie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Nudie and 21. Yeah, they did their thing. They did their thing. Um, I love Trance also. With uh, Travis and Thug, I think they did their thing. Literally, that whole run from Raindrops is okay. That's cool. Uh, I was convinced. Don, like Don Tolliver did his thing on Too Many Nights. Too Many Nights, that's a fact. He did his thing on Too Many Nights. All right, so I'll say from track three all the way to track 12, which is pretty much the entire album. <laughs> Goes crazy. Um, I could have did without the, the ASAP verse on... On feel the fire. Yeah, I and I and I also think like, I don't know, it's I, like I love the takeoff feature. I love seeing that, but parts of me feel like it too was too soon. No, parts of me feel like that record was included because of know, what happened, of like takeoffs passing. I was, I, I thought so too. I was like, that's the only reason this is on here. But the verse was good. The verse no, was fire. No, like I was, this I, man's A B C D E F G. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, take off. Thanks. I mean, I never expect take off to give me a weak verse, yeah. but just listening to the song as a whole, I don't know. Metro and ASAP, I just never would. It didn't. It never, didn't go well in my opinion. I just never thought I would see that. Uh, but that's honestly how I felt. Wait, Gunna is on this album. Yeah, the last try. I said oh, we Morgan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Because that the last bonus track was all the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was catchy. That made me. That made me miss it more. I was like, shit. Facts. This nigga really just be floating on beats. Facts, bro. I was in my floating whip. on beats. I was in my whip the other day, and Matt, Matt Gala came on, and I was like. Oh. <laughs> 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 Watching this thing, he really, he really, yo, guys, guys, if 
if you're watching on YouTube right now, if we if the sound just goes away within like for the next thirty seconds, it's because I played music. <laughs> it's honestly just because I played music. Hold on, we're gonna go right back to the album, but I can't I can't mention it and just not let this shit rock just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. YouTube, if you don't hear anything right now, it's because we're playing this. You feel me? Just if you're listening to this too on the on the digital platforms, you can vibe out with us. This is my shit though. Hold on. What my man say? She sent me a text on answer her call. She love when I flits and shop in the mall. Relieving her stress, I beat on her walls. She skied on her chest, she kissing my balls. We speedy in a bit, don't stop her the loss. BVs on my neck, I shine in her doll. It's easy to slip, don't want you to fall. Walking with the drip, that man got a ball. Oh man! Oh, shout out this nigga being free, bro! We celebrating for my dog, bro. We celebrating for my dog. We had it hard. I miss that dog, bro. I miss that man, bro. That nigga be floating. That dog be floating on his records, bro. Like, uh, Thug did what he had to do when he found Gunna and Baby, bro. That man saw, that man had the, the tunnel vision, bro, and saw what the next five years of hip-hop is about to look like. That shit's crazy. All right, but going back to the Heroes and Villains record. Yo, I don't I don't like creeping like that, guys. Yeah, I know that's yourself. the big single. That's you the big yourself. single. My man sampled Mario Wayne, um, Wayne Winans, however you pronounce his last name. We know that classic track. I don't want to know. We all know that track, right? As if you play, keep it on the low. And they could have just kept it like that. They could have just kept it like that. Like Metro, cool. You sampled it. You had Weekend sing it. There was nothing new. He didn't add any new lyrics. He literally sang the same lyrics from the old John. Maybe if they found a way to really flip this record, like maybe Weekend give me some new hard lyrics, new, some, new, new melodies to go over. Even in the song, you're like, he found a way to rearrange the sample, but then halfway through the record, he just let the original sample play. And yeah, that's for nostalgic purposes. We all wanted that. Like when the original beat came on, I was like, oh, that's nice. Cause it's nice hearing Weekend sing over the original beat. I was like, that's nice. 
And then when 21 Savage came on, I was like, okay, you know, I'll take it because I took R&B Savage just off of her loss. So, you know, I'm rocking with R&B Savage right now. But then on this record, I'm like, you know, everything's just smooth. I feel like the major reasons why that song is going to pop off is because of the sample and the weekend. Take both of those equations out. This would have been a mid-ass song. Mid-song. It wouldn't have been a song anyway. I rest my case. You feel me? But... That's, just, like, that's like saying, you can't say that because you do that to any song. It's not going to be the same. Take a, all right, bet. Same song. Same exact song. Replace Weekend with Chris Brown. Would it have been this big? Um, and that's still a big artist being Chris so. Brown. I don't think so. It's the Weekend's star power that makes the song with this. Bro, well. they can both sing, but the Weekend's voice was perfect for that shit. Like, I, like, I, was, I, I, I felt the same way you did at first. Like, I was like, oh. He didn't even remix this or anything. Like he just the same taking song. word for word. Only person that did their own thing was Twenty One, mm-hmm. and even then, like like you said, it could have been all right without it. But I'll take it. But I understand that it was a cover. But the way The Weeknd did that cover, it was just I don't think Chris Brown could have made it hit as hard as The Weeknd made it hit. I'm hip, so that's why I like the song is what it is. But even think about it, bro. Album came out a week ago and some change ago. I don't really even hear creeping like that. I just know it because, you know, we do what we do. But in terms of radio play or just oh, songs yeah. that are, like, trending right now, Creepin' came and went. It was popping for the few days, and then everybody moved on. To me, I mean, I never thought it was going to be, like, the the mainstream song off this shit. But it was just the fact that it was so nostalgic and how I felt when I was listening to that shit. I was like, oh, this is bringing back memories. Mm-hmm. That's why it hits for me. Like, I understand why you don't like it, but I just don't agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you agree if you're creeping, you should keep it on the low? I don't agree in creep with creeping. Word. No, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Sure. <laughs> nah, facts. But if you're creeping, you should probably keep it on the low. Or else if you yeah. want your house to end up on fire, you should probably keep that shit on the yeah. low. Yeah. I don't I, I don't like dealing with stress anymore. No, so, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. The facts. <laughs> that's, facts. That's yeah. stress. That's all I'm thinking about. Ugh. Walk them down, though. That is an underrated record. That I, I've heard nobody talk about Walk Em Down, but Walk Em Down is strictly 21 Savage, and there's like this little singing outro by this dude named Mustafa, but not 20. If, if I had to think about any record where 21 Savage spazzed the most, it would probably be Walk Em Down. And yeah, he did. I've heard that phrase multiple times. I've heard Walk Em Down multiple times, but I didn't truly understand its essence until I heard this record, bro. I was like, wow. We gonna deal with you. We gonna deal with you, but not in front of the kids. I don't want you to get. I don't want you to stain on my rug. We gonna walk down the street real quick. You feel me? I didn't understand the essence of that until I heard that song or heard my man rap that shit bar for bar. I was like, oh, I feel that. Yeah, walk that nigga down. <laughs> walk that nigga down. Now I understand. Down. You feel me? Now I understand why y'all get found in alleyways. That nigga, you walk that nigga down. I feel you. This <laughs> shit's crazy. Alright, in terms of that, anything else you wanted to say about this record before we move on to the next? Tap in if you haven't heard it yet. Yeah. That's really it. Tap Metro, in if you haven't heard it. Metro's a great producer. Yeah. He really is. He really is. Babyface Ray came out with a tape. You listened to it? I did. Nah, fuck. That smooth motherfucker. So, let me say this. Let me say this. Nigga smooth, bro. MOB, it's a fire album. I think Face is better. Okay. That, I'll just preface everything I'm about to say with that. I think okay. Face is better. Okay, okay. That being said, this is still a very good album. Um, I, I think 
how am I? How, how do I want to say? How do I want to say this? Babyface Ray, like you said, smooth. Detroit so smooth, ass nigga, bro. Smoothish, smoothish shit, bro. Brand new Benz, that's my shit, bro. Brand new Benz on this track, that's my shit. I think Lil Durk came in and did his thing on Wonderful Wayne and Jackie. That, that nigga was floating on that beat too, Both of them, yeah. talking his shit to to what's his name as well. I, I really appreciated it. I think this is a solid overall project. I don't think there's any skips really on here for me personally. It's just the fact that. Like I said, face is better. Mm -hmm. So is I, 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 the replay value with this album isn't isn't really there for me as much. Like I like Babyface Ray, so I'm just gonna tap in because I like Babyface Ray. But none of these songs are really like any anything crazy okay. to me, if that makes sense. Okay. But it's a solid project nonetheless. Oh shit! Hold on, this is Babyface's second album of the year. Yeah, Face was oh, first. I didn't know Face came out this yeah. year. I thought that was last year. No, Face oh. came out this year. It came out like the spring. Okay, so I can't even give my man this hate if he's doubling back to end the year like that. I can't even give my man that much hate. Um, I enjoy the project. Very smooth. Delivery smooth. I, I love his storytelling on this record. I love the fact that with like Babyface Ray, there was an era maybe two years ago. Two years ago? There's some an era? Like that. An era. Oh, okay. An era where I feel like Detroit really started to get like... It's Peasy, Babyface, I Swear Vezo. Um, there's one more nigga. I'm, uh, fuck. Detroit, Detroit. Uh, Sada Baby? Yeah, that's what it was. Sada. Yeah. Sada. Yeah, yeah there's three like, niggas was just, four niggas was out here. Because that sound just started to really go crazy out of here. And I feel like <clears throat> Babyface Ray has been one of the artists that came out on top, you know, during that. During that, uh, mm -hmm. I think era. he's the he's the hottest out of all all four of them. Yeah, like if I if I was to say like who's the hottest in Detroit actively, like if, if you took Big Sean out of that equation because he already cemented himself. You feel me? So if you're going like with the new acts, I feel like Babyface Ray is carrying that right now. So I'm I'm looking forward to see where he goes within the next couple of years because he's nice. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy that Detroit flow. Like it's yeah. so different, bro. Yeah, like it's just so like you don't hear it often in in the music nowadays. So whenever I do listen to Babyface, it's just so refreshing hearing that different flow and just his coolness, mm -hmm. his smoothness on the beat. Uh, I don't know. He's going on tour with Future, so I'm 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 looking forward to seeing him perform live. Facts, facts. That's gonna be dope. Um, what else came out? Shay E. Crew dropped a record. Hold on, hometown dropped a record. Oh nah, my was it a project or just a record? You and I gonna have a little sit down. Was it a project or just a record? <laughs> that is a um album. Oh, okay, it's an album. So the album is called Cold Toronto or mixtape, whatever you want to call it. It's called Cold Toronto. There's 14 tracks on this album. Uh, my favorite records on this is Fall Asleep. That shit's beautiful. He samples himself in that record, which I think is fire. Making money off you know the that That's love. <laughs> that's, that's fire. He samples himself off the record. When I heard that, I was like, oh, right. Okay, now you know you're him. I fuck with it. You know you're him now. Uh, but that, So Right With You, is um, another favorite of mine. And if I had to say one more, I would probably say it's famous. But that fall asleep is fire. Fire. Slow strokes. You feel me? Great music. Definitely add it to your library when you get the chance. You feel me? It's a nice vibe. Shay always does that. Uh, after that, anything else that came out? There's this new artist that I've been getting into. Uh, she's from Rhode Island. Hey. What's her name? We'll, we'll, we'll get you here at some point. Well, I already know I'm gonna get you here at some point. But her name is Hennessy, right? She was born that. She was born with that name. She says, um, 
it's Spanish for Genesis, so it's a Bible name. So don't don't attach. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I see, I see how that works. You feel me? Don't attach her to the liquor. We as black people need to do better. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Um, her EP just came out. Time revealed. Very smooth. Very smooth from Rhode Island. Vocals are impeccable. Youngin', just like us. You feel me? Killing it out here. Doing everything that she needs to do. I'm going to tap in with her more. And eventually, we'll do what needs to be done. But as a preface, <clears throat> I'm giving y'all time now to become familiar with this shorty. Because I personally think she is one of the cats out of New England who will take off in the, in the R&B scene. Like, she is, I think, ready to take off. She just needs pieces be placed. But... Shorty went on tour with A Boogie not that long ago. Oh, shit. She opened up with a couple of cats. Rhode Island doing shit out here. You feel me? So make sure you tap in. Make sure you tap in with her. Dope Did artist. you listen to the A Boogie album? Nah, but I've, I've heard good things about it. Actually, nah. I, I, let, I let it play. I let our first couple of tracks play, and it was smooth from what I heard. I feel like a lot of people have been telling me um, this is the A Boogie that like we all love. Like this sound, apparently. Because with that last couple of albums, he's been experimenting a lot of shit. But apparently, this album, he's stuck to what his core fans like. Actually, been fucking. If you're a core fan and you just heard that, go tap him. Did you? Did you listen? No, no, no. I've heard there's like some smooth. I'll shit. I'll give it a try. Like I said before, like I, I don't not like a boogie. It's just his voice doesn't do it for me. Pause. I feel you. No, I feel you. I feel you. But um, now nah, I've heard there's some smooth records on that. So make sure you go tap into that as well. Uh, Luke Bars dropped a single. And um, in anticipation to his album coming out, I won't tell you when it's coming out, but he is coming out with a project uh, early 2023. I'll say that. And he dropped two singles. One was called A&D Soon. The other one was called Get the Gat. Fun records. Fun records. Um, Get the Gat got a crazy bounce to it, I can say. I have to listen to it more. I have to listen to it more because... Uh, Luke's voice delivery flow is all very unique and if you just listen to it first impression you may miss a lot of shit mm-hmm. so when I read the lyrics I'm like oh my boy's rapping but you know I didn't really get to really take that in um, with the first couple of listens cause like the sample uh, the sample's really hypnotic so you may just hear the sample and you won't even pay attention to what the man's saying you feel me so I really gotta just give it a few more listens but and I also can't announce this here. I have to let the man announce it for himself. But that man got... S- wait on it. Wait on it. Wait on it. <laughs> what that man has to announce when the time is right. I'm so happy for my dog, bro, when the time is right to announce that shit. He's doing great things out here. I can't wait. You feel me? Uh, and I think that's... Oh, my dog may start dropped singles. Cross tapes coming out soon. Bonafide go crazy. I played that shit earlier. He also dropped Perspective a few weeks ago. He dropped that record to announce the birth of his uh, newborn son. Shout out to him for that. Fact. Shout out Cross. His the son. His child's name was Cross. Beautiful baby. Beautiful baby. Beautiful baby shower. Thank you for inviting me, Mesa. I appreciate you. Um, great vibes all around. And I think, honestly, that is all I have for new music. At least that's all I have for new music I actually want to talk about. You feel me? There's a bunch of other shit, but I don't really want to feel like getting into that shit. Um, And I think after that, I think we're good to go into our reality checks. Uh, Would you like to start us off? Yeah, I'll start. Um, So keep it it short and sweet for y'all this week. So. I think this reality check is, is beneficial for everyone because we all find ourselves in, in this type of position. But um, my reality check is that you should know 
you should be comfortable or know when to leave a untenable situation, a toxic situation. I feel like we find ourselves stuck in a situation all the time because we're comfortable. We like um, we like the moments of happiness we might have with this person or these groups of people, these individuals. And as a result, we keep ourselves in that position and in that relationship or in that situation <clears throat> for much longer than we need. And my, like I said, my reality check is just knowing when to leave that situation, knowing when it's ran its course, when there's no more growth, when you know things aren't going to change, when you just know it's not benefiting you any, anymore, you should leave that situation because the longer you stay, it, the longer you stay in it, the longer it's going to affect you, the longer it might give you negative, negative um, traits, negative habits, things like that. So that's my reality check. Just know when to leave a toxic situation because it will benefit you in the long run, even though it does hurt in the short run. Mm. Nah, that was fire. That was fire. All right, and then <clears throat> for my reality check, <clears throat> for my reality check, the holiday season is approaching. You feel me? Christmas is next week. New Year's will be right after that. Um, I just want to say, everybody, take this time to reflect. Take this time to reflect and actually think about what the fuck you actually did this year. Like, gang, this year flew the fuck by. Facts. To me, I will tell you right now, this year flew by. I can't. I'm surprised I'm at the end of my college semester right now. Like, this is crazy. And I don't know if that's because I'm more busy or what. But, yo... You really got to think about everything that you did and think if all that shit's really worth your time. You feel me? Did you slack off this year? Did you sleep a little too much this year? Did you maybe not do enough? Did you feel like you did too much? Think about all that shit and heading into the next year, come in with a solid plan about what you want to do and what uh, all the goals that you want to accomplish and mark off. Because shit comes and goes in the blink of an eye. And honestly, if you don't spend that time living, you're just going to look back and be like, what the fuck did I do with my life? Mm. I thought about that the other day when I'm now 26. This is 2022. I'm like, dog, I started college back in 2015. I'm like, what the fuck did I do with that time? I know what I did during that time. But I'm like, dog, it's been, almost, it's been what, eight years, seven years since I started in college? So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah. So just reevaluate everything you got going on in your life and make sure you make the right choices for you all right that's my reality check i like that thank you thank you you got any plans for a holiday nah nah i feel you saying the same thing with yeah. me i don't even know if my mom's gonna be home so who knows yeah. who knows what will be happening but it's all right we'll be lit like i said cop your sweaters if you need that uh, i gotta drop out my dog hold on hold on yo hold on hold on wait 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 wait, wait. i gotta drop out my dog the urban I don't give my dog enough praise. Rich has been going crazy with the sales within the past few weeks, bro. My man has been going crazy. Yo, all of y'all listening, all of y'all listening right now, if you know Rich personally, if I don't know you, but you know Rich personally, shout out to you for supporting the gang. I got, that's a special shout out from me to y'all. I got to meet up with a couple people too to give them their sweaters. Same. I still have to but, do that too. Hit us up. You know, we do drop offs. Just hit us up if you personally know me. Um, if you don't, I'm going to refer you to the website. It's as simple as that. You feel me? You are not ducking that shipping fee. Sorry. But <laughs> what I will say is definitely shout out to everyone who's been supporting the gang from Jump. You know, we've been doing this shit since 2018 and we we still riding strong. So shout out to all of y'all. Personally, that. I don't know. I don't know what's good with this sweater, but I feel like this is the softest one we've ever had personally like, like like feel yeah like i don't know why it just feels like so fucking soft I feel like it just gives off that gives off that aura that's why it's like touch me 
Oh, okay. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, like I said, I've been pushing. The shorties love this shade. I've been selling most Touch of the, me. most of this shade, yo. This shade I've been selling a lot to like women. Like they actually really love this color. And what do they say? Can I feel it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because <laughs> we embody and sell coziness. So mm-hmm. when they when you purchase an urban product item and you put it on, you will understand. Oh, that's why he calls himself Cozy Rich. I get it. That's why that nigga Dev always so cozy on the show. I get it. You feel me? <laughs> so do what y'all got to do. With that being said, it's been your boy DME. It's been your boy Cozy Rich. You've been listening to the Urban Products. We'll go ahead and catch y'all next week. Love. Deuce. Hey.